What's up, guys? Welcome to the Indie Cred Podcast. I'm Colin. I'm Zane. And with us in the garage today, we are joined by the talented, awesome indie Grace Mars. Woo! Yay! I wish I had a button for click. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Perfect time to do that thing you've been doing, which is very fun to do. But now that I'm doing it, let's just all do this. It's just clapping your hands together, in the, but hugging your hands at the same time. Yeah, all right. So, um, started something. Grace Mars is a burlesque dancer yes. who, uh, I'm, how did I, did I meet you through? Through Lola. Chris. Wait, Chris. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, because he went to the he went bar to, one. Yeah. Oh, this is, we're talking about Chris Dillon, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Fun sidebar, I just have to interject. Bar one is... My favorite bar in Los Angeles. <laughs> it's the fucking coolest place. I do like it. I, I lived walking distance from that place for like almost five years. And Sean and Arlene, the owners, became very like welcoming surrogate parents who sold me very expensive beer for that time. Um, yeah, I, very expensive beer. Well, very nice. Any... I'm not saying very like, nice. Oh, yeah, beer. no, I'm not trying to attack them. It's just like they got the good stuff. Mm-hmm. They are. They like. They, they do find the good stuff and they keep it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Sean will go on like missions to find beer. I mean, I, he did back in those days. I don't know if he said. Wait, like those. mission trips, like uh, Christians would go on. Yes, but for beer. <laughs> <laughs> I decided to get a monster out of the fridge. Uh, shout out to our sponsor, Monster, mm-hmm. and uh, our other sponsor, Bar One. You guys are drinking Budweisers, and I feel like I'm going to yes. drink something toxic as well. Cheers. 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 Mine's so, anyway, yeah, sorry good about segue. that. So, Bar One is great. Also, another thing about Bar One is it was my first bar kind of to go to out here because I lived on your couch, mm-hmm. and it was walking distance, so a lot of getting drunk there. Yep. And then Any free back. drinks? Uh, oh, I'll never forget my first free drink at Bar One. Uh <laughs> Arlene came up to me and my future roommate. We didn't live together at the time, but he actually lived right across the street from Bar One. Um, and it future was, roommate. yeah, my future roommate, Nate. And uh, Arlene. Oh, I think I might know him probably. Yeah, mm-hmm. Nate Williams, Nate Frog, uh, a lot of people call him. Does he have a beard? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he was, <laughs> he was like one of the regulars at Bar One for years. Um,. But yeah, she came up and she gave us each uh, a very nice dark beer, and it was Christmas time, and she said, you know, you guys are really great customers, and we appreciate having you around. Merry Christmas. I was just like, touch my heart. Touch my heart. (laughs) That was very nice. They're nice people. They really are. And they had punk punk rock karaoke, Mm -hmm. which was a lot of fun. Yeah, they have a lot of cool stuff going on. They were really great to us while we were there. So, mm-hmm. how do you not do a show there anymore? No. But you did for a long time, right? For almost two years. That's okay. Cool. That's a good run. So, monthly, and then we were weekly for a while. Nice. But so, um, that's how you came into our path, because you liked going there all the time. Mm-hmm. We found out about their burlesque show. Me and Chris started running a show, and we were like, we have to have burlesque at our show, because when we were doing shows in Oklahoma... 
we were synonymous with doing burlesque shows because I was a burlesque dancer. Mm-hmm. So then he started going to those shows because you took us to that bar all the time. <laughs> and then he found you there. Mm-hmm, yeah. Boom. Yeah, and he was like, oh, I have a show. We have burlesque. Do you want to be in it? And I was like, sure. I was all drunk. I'm like, yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> and then I didn't really hear from him. And then I was on the flyer. And I'm like, okay, I guess <laughs> I'm doing the show. <laughs> Sounds yeah. like it's that was a yes, that was a legally binding oral commitment. Yeah. Apparently, Chris is very old school. Uh, <laughs> you said you would do it, and there you have it. That's hilarious. So when you were doing uh, burlesque, that particular show, I guess we'll start there because that's how we all came to know each other. Um, you're doing it with a company, or how does the how does the sort of burlesque scene in LA work, like in general? Um, well, I definitely have never been with a company. It was mm-hmm. more like just who you know. Um, and I happen to know Betty Pajan. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, we became friends really quickly. So that's how I got started in that show. I do it all myself, though. For the most part, everything is created by me mm-hmm. from the ground up. So yes. was it like Betty, it wasn't like a troupe of people who were all performing at the same show every time? No, I think her and I were more so a troupe because okay. we were the regulars yeah. every show. Pick, okay. Yeah, and then she was in charge of like finding the other dancers and everything like that. All right. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Very different from because I was in a, a troupe and it was like the same seven of us or eight, and we didn't went to different places and also did events. But then like a few of us would be regulars on another event. Uh huh. But yeah, so that's kind of what I'm used to. Yeah, I wish I knew more troops. I know there's a few in L.A. Um, I don't know if they're really performing as much, but that'd be really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Because I would love to do, like, a group number. Oh, yeah. That'd be cool as hell. (laughs) See, we never did. I mean, I wish we would have, but we never did one. It was hard to get us all in the same room unless it was a show. But, yeah. Yeah. That would have been fun. (laughs) That's awesome. So... Tell me, I know Zane probably knows all this, so feel free to chime in. But, like, besides being, like, a fan and going to shows and having seen the performances basically just at either Bar One or uh, the Silver Lake Lounge, where I've seen you and Betty and some others, um, what's sort of, I guess, what's just what's the deal with burlesque in the most broad? What's the deal? <laughs> I don't know. Um, how did how did you get into it? Were you always like a dancer? Is it sort of come from I don't know what? Well, I was always really interested in gymnastics when okay. I was a kid. I was never formally trained, um, but I used to just do flips and stuff like that at home. Yeah. Um, so that is how it started for me. Um, but then when I was in like my early teens, I was really into Carmen Electra. <laughs> she like, I thought she was Me the too. most beautiful woman and I wanted to be her. Yeah. So she was in a troupe called the Pussycat Dolls and mm. they were like really big back then. Yeah. They did yeah. like a Christmas show like on live TV. It was fucking crazy. But they're more like cabaret. Okay. So that's kind of what started my interest in that. Um, and then when I was 15, I saw a documentary on HBO called Pretty Things, which is a documentary all about burlesque, more so about like the old stars from the 40s and the 50s. Oh, that sounds cool. And um, yeah, back then I was just so amazed because I felt like burlesque was almost like 
an old Hollywood movie, but on a stage. Yeah, okay. So, and also in that um, movie, the main woman, Liz Goldwyn, interviews a lot of, like, the older women, and they're still so glamorous and beautiful. <laughs> There's something, like, I really loved about that. that yeah. They, they kept that, like, burlesque, sexy attitude Every burlesque their... dancer I've ever met, I can't imagine not doing that for the rest of their life. Yeah. Because I'm watching, like, the... The ones I was doing it with when I was 21 are, like, all mo- moms of more than one kid, and they're still, like, every day, like, glammed up, like, uh-huh. kid, and, you know, their kids are glammed, and, you know, mm-hmm. they're never going to stop doing that ever. Oh, yeah. now I want to see, like, uh, a burlesque routine that involves a baby Bjorn. Like that? <laughs> <laughs> There's one out there. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm sure I'm it's out sure there. I'm sure it's been done. Yeah. It's probably Bottom a really is. good one. <laughs> Just Google it. It's there. That's awesome. Uh, that actually, something you said made me curious. So what's the difference between, like, cabaret and burlesque? Cabaret's a little more, like, choreographed, mm. I guess. It's more so like a troupe. Um, and burlesque is a little bit more of, like, a high production, and it's usually one girl instead of a bunch of girls. Mm-hmm. So I might even sound like an idiot when I'm saying I was in a troop because maybe we weren't a troop, maybe we were something else. Because we were a group. Yeah, I think you were a troop. Okay. Yeah, I think like four or more people is considered a troop. Even yeah. if you don't perform together at the same time. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, back to what you were saying. <laughs> well, I'm just, yeah, I'm just like I would say now. at the very at the very least you were a clique. That's yeah, nice. We were yeah. A clique. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're still click. going. But. <laughs> oh, are they? Not uh, well. Very similar member, members, but different mm-hmm. names, I think, of the group. Gotcha. But yeah, they're great. Dust Bowl, do- Dust Bowl Dolls, I believe it is cute. now. Yeah. That is cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very cool. Um, so when you start, you said you really like got interested when you were like young teen, like 15 or whatever. When was the first like... Um, did you start like at home in the living room? Were you like going out on stage looking for stage time and um, stuff at that mm-hmm. age? No, not at that age. Yeah, I didn't start. Well, I'm 27 now. Mm-hmm. I started about three years ago. Oh, so okay. Like 24. Right on. Um, so all those years, I was just a fan. I never thought that I would want to do that. I mm-hmm. never thought I could. I didn't have enough confidence back then to even imagine that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it all just kind of happened naturally for me. So I decided to try it and see if I liked it. And I did. So here I am now. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, I was trying to think of like, yeah, you were like talking about stage. So I was trying to think of a 15 year old trying to get for a last stage. That sounds so awkward. I mean, that was common though, back when burlesque was really big, a lot of girls started in, like, the chorus lines, mm. 15, 16. Yeah. They weren't stripping, but they were, like, scantily clad, mm-hmm. dancing. Yeah, well, girls just, that's just what people dress like now. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Grandpa, what is that? <laughs> oh, are you ever going down to Hollywood Boulevard and see the way they're saying, showing the ankles? If you go to the beach, you see so many kids' butts, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> it is really weird. You don't know what to think about it. <laughs> Just look away, Zay, and don't yeah, think well, anything yeah. about it. But you're don't gonna see of, the butts. You don't can't. think about it. Oh no. Yeah, I think about it all. Night. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So you were, I guess, fairly new to burlesque whenever we met. Mm-hmm. Ish. That's cool. 
maybe about seven months in I met you guys. So I was still a newbie. I wonder how long you guys were doing that burlesque show. I wonder if it like ever crossed to when we were going there. Oh yes, you before before Sexy Tornado show started and before... Uh, or maybe not before the show started, but before I started bringing you around and stuff, I had definitely been and seen okay. burlesque at the at bar one. I don't remember specifically, but yeah, I'm sure I probably saw <laughs> you. I think I definitely I remember uh, seeing Betty there because she. I don't remember. Did she get booked on Sexy Tornado before you got booked, or maybe you guys were booked on the same show? That seems more like similar timing. I don't know. Yeah. I think the last one she did was that uh, Christmas show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where she gave the guy a lap dance. I think mm-hmm. she did two <laughs> that shows. That was amazing. Yeah. But I think same time, like, Chris just, like, talked to each of you different times. And he's talked to other people there before, too, I think, that yeah. we've gotten. That were just guests of yours. Um, I like that place. I like the show there because it reminded me of, we used to do shows at this place called The Drunken Fry. It was, like, really dim dive bar with like it got real rowdy and then like the stage was like kind of hidden yeah and you had to like try really hard to watch the show (laughs) but it was fun and that place was like kind of like that it's less rowdy and smaller Mm -hmm. but uh yeah but it does have that vibe because if you're like near the back of the bar where like the patio entrance is yeah and you're watching the stage it's like so long and narrow that you've got like such a window to find yeah. the stage. You see, like, a row of heads yeah. and then, like, the top of a girl. Yeah, exactly. But that makes it fun because, like, I like people fighting to see what's happening. It makes mm. it more of, like, a, yeah, this is a cool show. Like, people want to see what's going on up there. Mm. Yeah. And that's why doing that, like, Drunken Fry show was so much fun back in the day was there was always, like, people just rowdy and drunk and wanting to see whatever was going on. Yeah. And that's what's fun about burlesque still. Are you so? If you don't do that show, do you have any current running shows, or is it more just jumping on other shows? Um. Well, I started doing another show recently at the Barkley. It's in South Pasadena with my friend Bobby DiCarlo. Mm-hmm. He's a singer, and they have a live jazz band. Oh, cool. oh so no it's way. like a yeah, it's really cool. Um, it's more of like a restaurant setting, but there's a kind of a stage, not really like a elevated stage, mm-hmm. just kind of a floor and interesting yeah it's fun do you perform why he plays um no so he plays a few songs and then the dancers come on and then he goes back to singing nice that sounds fun it's really cool that's like the the fancy night out is it like people having dinner while watching the show Mm -hmm. right yeah it seems like most of the people i mean they definitely have their regulars but it seems like a lot of people just kind of stumble in and Mm -hmm. realize there's a show so they stick around nice it's interesting. I like, I like performing for those kinds of people because you know when you do well. Yeah. More so than just like people, you know. Not like I don't like all my, but. No, no. If it's but like if someone stumbles in and they stay, you're like, oh, fuck yeah. 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 <laughs> right. If it's like a theater setting or like it's billed like on the marquee, yeah. like burlesque tonight, you know, that's like, well, people have like paid at the door, but when it's like a dinner crowd or like a cocktail crowd, yeah, mm-hmm. you got to. Yeah, lock them down. Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So that's been going on for how long now? I'm not sure how long his show's been running, Mm -hmm. um, but I've done, I think, four shows with him. So I started in February. Nice. Yeah. It's monthly. Yeah. 
But yeah. is it the same day, like, consistently? Yeah, it's the third Saturday. Third Saturday. Yeah. That's why there I kept is. missing Sexy Tornado. Oh, okay. And then yeah. we kind of, like, we were missing the crowd. So uh, <laughs> everyone <Yeah>. followed you. <laughs> now we're first Friday at the Nerdist School. So I like you can that. join us again. Yeah. We'll do something in the future. We're going to do, I know we're going to do something weird for Halloween, so maybe we'll... Maybe we'll make that the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Teaser. Yeah. No, no, a total teaser. Well, because actually we were Coming talking about... soon. Yes. We were talking <laughs> about that <laughs> upstairs. Like, you've done all of the spooky tornado shows. Oh, okay, and was, perfect. Yeah, I mean, those were the... They were always my favorite. I remember your shit was always very good. Everyone, I feel like in L.A., when you get stage time on Halloween, like, they just, like go all out yeah. and yeah. really bring it. I feel like I we thrive for Halloween. Well, I mean, obviously now with the themes of everything going on, but uh-huh. like before even before that, mm-hmm. we were like always kind of a Halloween group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the first show I did with you guys was really fun. That's when you had the whole band. You oh, were there yeah, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. So cool. Well, we're doing that again. So Dragon Swamp Arts will be playing on our Halloween show at The Nerdist. Nice. So there you have it. Grace Clark, Dragon Swamp Rats, October... Whatever the first Friday Grace is. Grace Mars. Grace Mars, God! Come <laughs> <laughs> kind of, uh, we'll, kind of, we'll, we'll it <laughs> Grace Mars. Oh. It's new. It's new. It is. Sometimes it is. you change your name. Which I actually yeah. changed my name a lot. and I almost changed it every time I performed in a different outfit. <laughs> Yeah. It was like a different, a new name. <laughs> oh well, that's what you do. That's what you do now with the chroma keys. Yeah. Every time you change your fucking outfit, you change it's your like name. characters. Yeah, it's fun. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, my favorite though is Spider Tear. Oh yeah, they're fun. Oh, yeah, I like Spider Tear. They're actually we one got, of my favorites too. Sp- I don't know if you. We got they got some new songs. Ooh. Spider Tear, yeah. <laughs> So more coming from those guys. Right. <laughs> do you do like? Do you ever do like that sort of like charactery thing? Like even if it's in your own like head canon, you're like, ah, oh, like tonight because of I'm doing this song, I'm gonna be this person, or I'll move my body in a particular way. Like, does that sort of stuff ever come across your mind when you're performing? Sometimes, mm-hmm. especially with the sexy tornado show, because of the themes. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, I do very like classic burlesque inspired numbers mm-hmm. with classic music from the '40s. Um, but yeah, I would say like the Halloween shows. I definitely had a character. Yeah. The gospel show with the devil act. Oh yeah. So yeah, there's times when I I do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you prefer that, or do you? Or does it matter? Just kind of like... It's kind of all the same. Yeah. I I don't know. It depends. Like, the clown act that I did, I definitely got into character. Yeah. Because my whole face was painted. Yeah. Kind mm-hmm. of can't help it, but it's kind of all the same. Yeah, the smiles look a little less, like, they look a little bit more <laughs> like, I'm having too much fun up here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I prefer the ridiculous character, so that way I can just, you know, do whatever I want. Whatever. Yeah. Even because then it's like even if it sounds bad, it's like well that was some other fucking idiot. It wasn't me. <laughs> right. Yeah. I was thinking that because like, if you're like a ridiculous character, like you're safe. Nothing you do on stage can yeah like come back and get you. But I mean, do you ever feel like a moment of vulnerability? Are you like so used to it at this point, or did you always just have a knack for going out and like expressing yourself with your body or? 
Um, I guess kind of, because I've been modeling for quite a while, for mm. about eight years, so that's something I'm used to. Yeah. Um, but I definitely feel the most vulnerable right before I go on stage, because all of that, like, adrenaline builds up, and mm-hmm. the anxiety, and you're just, you're ready to <laughs> just do yeah. it. Um, not really when I'm on stage, though. Yeah. Because that's not really what I'm trying to project. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to project confidence. So, I mean, vulnerability is cool, but... I don't really yeah. want to open myself up for that when I'm on stage. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, I mean, that almost sounds like a character in and of itself. Like, not so much a character, but just like, this is my front-facing version of myself. Like, this is the Yeah, most it's definitely com- like an energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess that is kind of having a character, but I don't think about it. It's not intentional. It just happens. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. (laughs) So when did you, you said you started modeling like eight, nine years ago, something like that? Eight years ago, yeah, Mm -hmm. I was 19. Mm -hmm. So there's like a lot of like print ads or what what sort of brought you into that world? Um, Well, I've always kind of been obsessed with nudity Mm -hmm. (laughs) since I was young. Yeah. Um, So I started doing art nudes Mm -hmm. with um, like fetish photographers and... Sometimes amateur photographers who wanted to build their portfolio. So I started doing that and then I kind of got bored with that. Mm -hmm. And I've worked for a couple companies. Like I was working for a shoe company for a while and they had like a huge photo of me on their truck, their delivery truck. That's pretty crazy. (laughs) But for the most part, it's just been independent just for my own selfish desire to to do that so you were already pretty confident and comfortable with nudity before performing it was just more Mm -hmm. being in front of an audience yeah okay that's cool because yeah i was performing as other things before i decided to do burlesque so that was like the weirder thing for me yeah and i guess that's kind of a different flip-flop i'm still waiting to see the boylesque I mean, I've done it. You've never seen this guy get naked? I saw one time you in your underwear. Really? Not yet. I wore... You, like, pulled your pants down, and it was... It, it was really funny. I feel like I've <laughs> never seen Zane on stage without him getting almost completely naked at this point. It's like so commonplace. Now. Also, if you've been in Sexy Tornado, like I've done the... No, the wolf the no, undies. I've done the wolf undies. You've I've done, done the, the side one, strap. Yeah. That's just a side thong. I've done the back... What is it called? Jockstrap? Why don't I remember this? Well, now we got a new location, so I'm going to have to redo all these underwears. I still have all of them. <laughs> I still have all my old costumes. Oh, yeah. That's, a, that's an interesting question. So what's your arsenal of, like, wardrobe? How often do you recycle? Is it, like, uh, you know, obviously, like, the theme stuff. I imagine you probably got to go out and, like, oh, well, I need to get a fucking clown costume this week because of Zane. But, like, it's, I imagine, like, God, it's got to be, like, a fucking, like, even now you're wearing, like, a beautiful dress to come hang out in a fucking garage with these yeah. guys. Yeah, also, you asked me, like, <laughs> is this video or is it just audio? And I, when I said just audio, I was like, ooh, is she going to, like, am I going to see maybe what, uh, you know, whatever? And then, no, just like it, you would be at a fancy place, you'd look like you're out. Mm-hmm. About. And I feel bad because it's wasted on this garage of mine. Oh, it's not wasted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's like, what's like sort of costuming like and going through that? Um, 
I make a lot of my costumes. Oh, no shit. Yeah. So, so you're a seamstress as well and a costumer? Sort of. A... I'm, I wouldn't consider myself a costumer. I just kind of started doing it for burlesque mm-hmm. because I couldn't afford expensive costumes. So I learned how to sew for one of my first costumes. I've made a lot of my stuff. Or I buy things and customize it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do have quite a bit of stuff. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So does Hobby Lobby trips? Hmm? Where do you get most of your stuff? Oh yeah, Hobby Lobby, Joanne's. Just wherever the deals are. Yeah. At a time. Yeah. yeah. That's my jam. I, so <laughs> I. Um... I'm a budget burlesque dancer. <laughs> oh, I love be. that. Yeah. That should be a show. Budget burlesque. I could go watch that. Is it not even because it's like there's a lot of shit like I, that has to be a show. Well, right? I'm picturing like so you were talking about the the, the dust bowl Bettys. What was dust it? Dust bowl dolls. The dust bowl <laughs> dolls. Like I'm picturing like coming out in an old whiskey barrel with suspenders on it, doing like a Great Depression yeah. theme. <laughs> that would be fun. Burlesque show called the Budget Burlesque. <laughs> I'd go watch that shit. It sounds great. I kind of want to do that. Make a whole dress out of coupon clippings. <laughs> just like pull them off to buy items yeah, at a discount. This that's needs really to be cute. one of the sexy tornadoes. Okay. I'm do t- I need to get into burlesque totally just so I can do that? Tornado being like the themes almost being like the whole show is just this. So like sexy mm. tornado burlesque show, it's like just a burlesque show. Oh, or the sexy yeah. tornado. Rick Wood show and then Rick Wood does some stand up and then he plays music for thirty minutes. You know, like oh my god, that would. I mean, I would enjoy it. I think, I, but I think well, Rick could. You know, I'm just riffing, but then Rick could have. He could promote it like, oh, come see me do an hour, mm-hmm. or he could even film it. You know, who knows? Mm-hmm. This is an idea, but the burlesque show at least could happen, and that would be fun. Yeah, that well, would be cool as shit. I think the point is that even if you're on a budget, no one should ever be able to notice that. Mm gotta be on a budget but still make it look the best it can yeah how many pasties have you made in your life probably not that many because i use the same ones oh okay but probably about six pairs did you have a burlesque like when you first started was there a friend that kind of did burlesque and so you're like okay i got an in or did you have to go out and search for people and then like go see troops and then figure out a way in did you have to like Um, search for it well i started going to shows just as a fan i took some classes that weren't very impressive but (laughs) i just wanted to meet people that were doing that so i started doing that going to like some of the weekly shows um and then yeah really just supporting the community and making friends i just happened to meet betty at like some weird art show and that's how it all started. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, yeah. Because I was just wondering, like, how does, like, we talked to Max, a, a guy who was a wrestler, and I was like, how do you get into wrestling? Mm-hmm. And I just happened to have a friend that, like, was like, you have to come do burlesque now because she saw me do karaoke. And she was like, no, you are a burlesque dancer, come burlesque. <laughs> and I just was in burlesque all of a sudden. I had never been to a burlesque show or anything until I met someone who was like, no, come do it now. And then I went That's to it. That's so funny. Uh, I'm very much the same way with like everything I've ever done. It's always like I'm not a self-starter like you are. Um, <laughs> it's always like, oh, I know this. I know this person that's like doing this thing. I'll go watch a few times and then eventually like weasel my way in. But <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's that's really cool. I mean, it seems like to follow that like 
sort of scene and go from being like a fan and like a young fan and just sort of being like immersed in it and stuff to actually like learning it, going and taking classes and then building your own costumes and your own career and like making your way into the LA burlesque scene is pretty awesome. Thanks. Yeah. It's very <laughs> It's been cool. a lot of hard work. Yeah. Um, and I've taken a break recently just to kind of like revamp and redo some things mm-hmm. before I go back out there. Yeah. So how often do you, yeah, how do you like come up with routines and stuff like that? Do you start with a song or a concept? Usually start with a song. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I'll just start with an idea for an outfit and then I'll just happen to find the perfect song. I listen to a lot of jazz. Okay. Um, I have tons and tons of songs. So usually when I'm driving, I'll just put on like a playlist on shuffle. If I hear a song I like, I can usually already start to see the act in my mind while I'm listening to the music. Yeah, yeah. So I'll just listen to it a lot and then just kind of build from there. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> do you do you ever improvise any of your stuff or is it always like pretty planned out? Um, I've improvised. Yeah. I have plans for most of my acts. Like, I have a couple that are just strictly choreographed that I don't improv at all. Um, and then others, it's just kind of like I play the audience and see how I'm feeling and just, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like every routine I ever did was, it started improvised and the more I did it was like, okay, I just kept repeating. All right, I like that one thing I did until it was finally just an act. And then, I don't think any of them became fully... Not in, like there's still moments in all of them, but yeah, I never was like, all right, I'll do this here and this here because I tried to do it once. I was like, this makes me feel up. weird. I don't yeah. know what to do. Yeah, I know what you're saying because yeah. you're kind of like thinking too yeah. much about the next step. And there's some people like not a lot of people I was performing with, but I would see some people were like, you can see that they're waiting for the next thing. Uh huh. And a lot with me and Chris, if we don't, I think Jeremiah said it on the show. He was like. Oh, we weren't we weren't performing those songs. We were playing those songs. Finally, you know, when you know it, you can perform it. And I never felt like I would be perfect at a routine enough to just perform the thing. Uh-huh. Sure. So I was yeah, like, I yeah. just gotta make it up as I go, so it'll seem authentic or whatever. Yeah, and that's fun too. Yeah. And me and Chris didn't start getting good till I knew all the words and. <laughs> Could finally just not have to, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I come completely from improv, so I'm yeah. just like, oh, I don't have to know anything ever. I get to just make it all up, <laughs> and it's always different. And the thing I love about it the most is once it's done, it's like, oh, I never have to do that show again. Like, it's gone. Yeah. It doesn't exist anymore. But, yeah, I mean, with performing in a band or, like, having a routine, like, if you, I imagine... If I made an amazing costume and I loved a song and I did an amazing routine, I would want to do it again and yeah. stuff like that. So that's like, that's a world that I have like zero experience in, like no sort of knowledge of how to like repeat something that's cool, you know? <laughs> Just kind of got to make it up in my world, but. It's crazy. Like thinking about ballet and stuff. Oh, yeah. fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so you were saying like you never like did any like sort of like classical dance or training or anything like that? Nope. That's like surprising to me because like I've seen you perform and stuff like that and you seem like it's I guess what you were saying earlier, like sort of exuding that confidence and like you know, 
making the audience like entranced in everything that's happening on stage. It's very impressive. Yeah, I also feel like you don't really need to be a professionally trained dancer to do burlesque. Okay. Um, because it is about a fantasy, and that's that's what you're trying to create. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're trying to be a trained dancer when you're not, you're yeah. gonna look like a fool. You know. Uh, and if like, you play into your flaws, just know your you just know your flaws. That way you can like plan accordingly. Really, like you know, not your flaws. Like you know what I mean. If you're not that good at, like, this move or whatever, then, you know, do something stupid right here to, like, hide it. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Or, like, hide it with clothing. Or the number one rule in burlesque, layers. Mm-hmm. Just hide it with a layer and then remove it. And <laughs> Yeah, dude. Burlesque is the shit. <laughs> yeah, it's really fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan of burlesque. Uh, uh, what was I going to... Oh, man, I had a specific question for you. Zane is so enthralled. Oh, yeah, okay, so burlesque. the world of burlesque... You were already doing photography before you got into burlesque. Because mm-hmm. I was going to say, did you ever, did that get you into photography? Because a lot of people start doing burlesque and then become models because, like, you know, to, like, oh, I love your act. Will or... you come, you know, yeah, do my stuff or whatever? Yeah. So you were already a model, but have you ever, has anything weird, like you've gotten any weird opportunities because somebody just saw you at a show and you're a burlesque dancer? Like, um, I guess like the weirdest we- is. Being in the sexy, sexy tornado, tornado show. Yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't do this weird. I can't really think of anything else, really. Yeah. That's hilarious. Zane, that is like uh, kind of an honor to be yeah, the weirdest weird. obligation someone has ever had. Because we did realized, have a weird show for a while. Yeah. Oh my god. It's. Yeah, I mean. It's so fun. I hope it continues to be fucking weird. No, it's gonna be weird. Yeah. There's gonna be hot dogs still. <laughs> can't get rid of hot dogs. You gotta bring Boobzilla back too. Oh, I can't wait! So the Drunken Fry is the place I was talking about earlier. Um, that's like the dive bar, and the reason me and some of the people from Dustbowl Dolls were doing that was Boobzilla ran this crazy show there on like Sundays, and Sundays were, or it was like one Sunday a month or something, or it might have been every Sunday. I can't remember now. Mm. I was very drunk. Um, <laughs> on Sunday nights, you could buy one one cup and get PBR all night long. So we're there. And to, for before people get there doing that, and then people get there, and then they're doing that all night, and they're just like throwing beer on you while you're performing, and Boobzilla's like <laughs> crushing things with their boobs. It's the craziest scene. It was so Amazing. much fun to be a part of it. <laughs> um, I'm so, glad you got to do a show with her. Yeah. Do you remember when she lifted me with her boobs yeah. on that chair? I great, have video. It was a great <laughs> moment because like my burlesque paths were crossing Oklahoma and California. It was great. <laughs> yeah. She. Uh, I think she'll be coming back soon. I need to, if she comes back, we need to have her on the podcast. I oh, hope yes. so, man. Please I mean, do. so for listeners who are not familiar with Boobzilla, uh, as I am sadly not, she. I've been hearing stories <laughs> about this performer for so many years, and the one time she came to LA, I was out of town. I feel like I was in Chicago oh, or some shit that weekend. What's that? I thought it was a wedding. I might have been, oh, was that, uh, I might have been in Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Um, but, I mean, I've heard the fucking, of Great. the legendary Boobzilla. Yeah. yeah. No, you guys should definitely do another show with her if she ever comes back to L.A. We, well, we'll also perform with her if we go to Oklahoma. Oh, yeah. So that'll be fun. I don't know if I'll ever set foot in Oklahoma again. You will. Why? My, um, did I have family there? <laughs> Half of bands were in her from there, so 
Does, yeah. does you think that your family really wants to meet me, Zane? In no, what I'm saying, world, like, I'm saying... In what world does Uncle Charlie be like, you know that, you know that guy that Zane spends all his time with out in California? I'd sure like to meet that fellow one day. Well, it's more like we're going to be traveling in a van doing band stuff. Obviously, if all your band members are from there, we're going to stop through. So you can't really avoid Oklahoma. You're kind of... I feel like I did my time, man. I've spent so much time in Oklahoma already. It's insane. You haven't even been all the good spots yet. Have you ever been There's to like Oklahoma? There's like six spots you haven't been to. Okay, well, let me tell you. Don't tell her. The Who Drunken Fry is fun. I do like that yeah. place. You haven't been to a lot of places. I've been to the Drunken Fry. I feel like that's probably the only place in Oklahoma City you need to go. There's a lot of people who'd want to beat you up for saying that. Beat Bring you it up. on. Hey, hey, Oklahomans who want to beat me up for saying that, uh, <laughs> go ahead and get the courage to come to California. Because the thing is, it's not Oklahoma, and I know how much you guys hate leaving your state. I'm right, sorry so. that your episode has become Colin bashing Oklahoma. <laughs> the birth of my burlesque career. The birthplace of it all. I'm I'm sorry. I get, I'm all riled up tonight. You know, I, I it's apologize. It's been a tough long couple weeks, you know? Yeah. <laughs> chill I, out. I can't wait to go back to Oklahoma. It's going to be so <laughs> awkward when I get there. and be like, oh, I remember this place. <laughs> Three people have heard this, and none of them are going to be from Oklahoma. All of my Oklahoma friends have stopped listening at this point. Oh, have they? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> we don't know if anyone listens to this show. Oh, they will. They, yeah, they do. Um, back speak, to you. Yeah, speaking of Oklahoma, where are you from? I'm from SoCal. Okay. Um, I was born in Bakersfield. Mm-hmm. I was raised in Fraser Park. It's a really small town. Fuck, I forgot about oh, that. Oh, the FP. You're the one who told me about that yeah. movie. Yeah, that's where I was raised till I was about seven. Mm-hmm. Then I moved to Santa Clarita, you know, Magic Mountain. Oh, I was just there yeah. last week. I love at, it. At Magic Mountain? Yeah, it was. Oh, cool. Yeah. I love it there. I've been there way too many times. <laughs> I've never been. You haven't? No. Oh, you have to go. Yeah, because that's so like, as I imagine growing up in Santa Clarita, that's like going to the fucking corner store. You know, like, let's just go to yeah. Magic Mountain. <laughs> yeah. That's Season rad. pass. Yeah. I've been on all the rides. Nice. Yeah, you moved there right at the age where you were tall enough to start riding stuff. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And I rode them. <laughs> <laughs> so... You did you start doing burlesque and stuff like while you lived down there and had to drive to the no. side of town? No, no. Um, after I lived there for a while, I moved to San Dimas. That's where I was driving from for a while. San Dimas, oh. they have the water park. Mm-hmm. You just follow the. I you're just, following <laughs> all the cool <laughs> attractions. But I've never been to Raging Waters. I've always wanted to go. Yeah, I don't know. It just, uh, I just think of all the pee. And, water yeah that's a half naked people yeah it's not my thing i mean to get so when i was growing up to get to the six flags near me and to get to the cool water park uh you had to go to the illinois wisconsin border and so by the time we got all the way up there I was like not thinking about other people's pee and band-aids <laughs> that were falling off of someone and then sticking to my arm in the wave pool. I was just I like why, it was I... a three hour drive. I'm getting in those I'm getting in the pool. <laughs> I never let it bother me. Just party on the whole time. <laughs> we didn't have these fancy parks, but we had uh, Whitewater Bay and not we don't have six flags, but uh Well, you know Frontier we... City, yeah. Oh, Frontier City, okay. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. But Whitewater was the shit. 
and I loved it. And I was probably swimming in so much pee. It's sliding <laughs> down pee, but... San Dimas is... The, uh, they have the water park that's in Bill and Ted. Mm-hmm. And so that's the one I was used to watching as a kid on, on the movies and being like, that's, I want to go that slide. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do it just yeah. once. I'm going to. Probably maybe this. No, not this summer. There's no way. Next summer. That's the <laughs> one. I keep telling myself that. I'm never going to get to go to this place. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so. Yeah, because I grew up watching that movie a million times a year, too. How far is San Dimas? Why have we never been out to <laughs> Raging Waters? It's like waters? a 40-minute drive, right? Yeah, so. it's like 45 minutes east. That's nothing. Yeah. What are Let's we go doing with that? Let's go sliding. Slide down some pee. That's what I want to do for my birthday this weekend. Let's go to <laughs> San Dimas. Hell yeah. That's awesome. All right. Well, cool. So Grace, Zane, and I are all going to go slide in some pee this Woo! weekend. For my 29th birthday. 29 so divine. <laughs> and it rhymes. And it rhymes. So you're taking a break from burlesque. Yes. Or, but do you still do that? Do you still do that one show that's, we were talking about the jazz show? The jazz show in Pasadena? Um, I haven't for a couple months. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm just taking a break. Been right doing on. other things. Um, Ming and I just shot a music video for one of his songs for Sleep Mask. Oh, that's cool. We released it two days ago. The video's out? Mm-hmm. Oh, I need to watch it. We oh, shot oh, it all know. ourselves at home. I just got a camera, so oh, I've been awesome. doing... Stuff at home, creative stuff. And Ming is your boyfriend. Yes. That you live with. Because mm-hmm. I think you guys were about to get a place last time we talked. Or No, you guys were had moved into it by then. Yeah, we live in Hollywood now. Okay. That's awesome. Um, what kind of what kind of camera did you get? It's a Canon 80D. So Very it's, nice. it's really good. Nice. So you shot the whole video in your place? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, he had some old lights from when he used to play shows. So we just used those and kind of just started off just experimenting. Mm-hmm. And then the more we watched the footage, we were just like blown away that yeah. we actually did that. <laughs> That's so, the coolest shit. So we, we've been doing that secretly for like a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was doing all the editing. So, That's cool. Yeah, many late nights until three That's or my four life. in the morning editing. Yeah. yeah. That's what, so what cool. What were you editing in? What software? iMovie. Oh, Nothing nice. fancy. Yes. <laughs> That's where you start, fancy. though. Yeah. 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 It was a lot of fun, and it's it's cool to be able to create something just from an idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we've been talking about it since we met, which is like over a year ago, so... Yeah. It's about time we actually did it. That's yeah, fun. yeah. But that's I mean, it's nice, like, get it out of my head. And then, then yeah. once it's online, it's like, huh. Yeah. Well, all right. Yeah. Did it. What do we do next? Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I I suck at promotion and I hate doing it, but you got to do it. So now, it sucks to like the gap. I just want to want to go to the next thing already. Yeah. You got to tell people to watch this music video still. Yeah. Well, I mean that's one of the things. Like I wish um, I kind of took your path and started with music videos because now Zane and I we have been making music videos for a couple of years now, and honestly. I love it. Like, so much more than, like, shooting sketch or, like, short film or anything like that because there is, like, this sort of, like, free form. Like, you get to use imagery in a much looser way. So it's, like, you find a song, you come up with a concept, and then you just sort of, like, can build whatever world and use, like, lighting and, Mm -hmm. you know, like, scenery and stuff like that in a less strictly narrative way if like you want to and stuff like that like music videos are so fucking fun to make 
I started. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because I was making music videos in Oklahoma with my buddies' bands and stuff, and I don't know. It was it's been the most fun. That's why we like it's mainly all we do now. It's like, well, let's just make another music video. <laughs> Unless I'm gonna yeah. get like the money to make a cool feature, it's like it's just a music video. Yeah, it's the easiest thing to get people to watch. If keep it short, kind of. Yeah, but. yeah. We should watch it when this is done. I'm gonna, yeah. yeah. Let's watch yeah, it. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> I That's really awesome. Uh, yeah. I will, guess what? You're getting a link in the description. Yeah, we'll put a link yeah. in the description. <laughs> so, music videos are the most fun in the world. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this movie? I keep it telling everyone to watch oh, uh, Sing Street. Uh uh-uh. uh. You just go home and watch it with me tonight because <laughs> it's the best. It's just these kids in Ireland who start a band and start making music videos for their band. Oh my god, that's great. But it's in the 80s, uh, so it's like. Right when music videos became popular, so that's why they're like, oh, we gotta make music videos. And it's just the best movie ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we're, we're sponsored by the movie on the podcast. So. Yep, and Bar One, and what was our other sponsor <laughs> Monster tonight? Monster Energy. Monster yeah. Energy drink. Oh, I thought, you know, one of these days, Sharpie Markers is gonna sponsor us, and that's gonna be the shit. And You Doodle the app, because I make all the flyers. <laughs> you Doodle is a free app, but you can pay extra if you want all these specialties. I don't use them, but you could. I love this. We should do fake commercials every week. <laughs> uh, do you have a Do you have a fake sponsor you want to plug by chance? Hmm, fake sponsor. I mean, we did talk about Joanne's and Michael's oh, and yeah. Hobby Lobby. Hobby Lobby for sure. Mm-hmm. Hobby Lobby. Wait, which one's the religious one? That's, That's Hobby, Hobby Lobby. Lobby. Yeah. No, no shouts out to them on this podcast. Look, yeah. man. Look, okay, okay. Shouts out. All right. I. I mean, it's cheap. I mean, come on. Shouts out, but shots fired. Ooh, there you go. I actually, uh, I went to Hobby Lobby today, and also most days. It's it's literally yeah, right you next door to my right office. Next to, he's like a props guy right down the street at this YouTube place. It's impossible to not walk to Hobby Lobby on my lunch break like almost every day. <laughs> That's me and Goodwill. I'm like right by a Goodwill. That's why you see so many TVs coming in out of this garage. I can just go to a new TV every fucking day. They're so fucking cheap. They're dirt cheap. I use them up. The color goes away. Throw them out. I was, okay, so this is funny. I was hanging out with Dan and Kim, uh, who Zane knows, but uh, you don't, which is a rude. So they're friends of mine. Um, but... So they're moving, so like, okay, we're going to go to Goodwill, and then we'll give you a ride back to your neighborhood. Um, And there were two TVs with built-in VCRs in, like, the mountain of stuff people were just dropping off. And I was like, I should probably just grab those for Zane, but I know he has five right now, (laughs) but I know three of them are probably about to break, and then he's just going to need... The built-in TVs are a must. The Uh smaller the TV with the built-in VCR, the better. How much do those cost usually? Um, ten 20, bucks. Ten? That uh, depends how 10, many times 20. you want to switch the tag at you. <laughs> Good <laughs> to fit your liking. Uh, I mean, like they so should just be free. The sixty tornado one. Let's just pass them around until they break. <laughs> like a you know the community of weirdos who like VCR TVs. I figured out that the TV with the VCR in it has the best VCR because VCRs were built shittily, and you know like. You're not supposed to stack stuff on them, but everyone always did. So now none of them work anymore, except the built-in ones in the TV, because they were built to be that way, and you can't really stack anything on top of them. 
So if you're out there looking for VCRs, shouts out to uh, <laughs> built-in TV VCRs. Mm-hmm. Uh, this episode is also brought to you by. I'm trying to read a logo on that TV. I can't see it. It's too far away. I've covered up. Oh, that one is a hibachi. Oh, hibachi. That's there you hibachi. go. That's my favorite one, and it, the color drained out of it right after the first video I That's put it in. That's old school. Yeah, I love that one. There's actually a TV shop down the street I just found out about, and I'm gonna have some time off work soon. Oh, I'm gonna shit. go down there and see if they can fix it. Yeah. That's amazing to me that that place still exists. I don't know. He's got to do other stuff. Yeah, like sell cocaine? Yeah, that. Or he does art, too. There's like all these TV... Like, it looks like a TV hanging on your wall, but Mm. it's art. Okay. That's cool. Well, there's other things in my... I don't know. I haven't seen them yet, but I'm going to go check it out. Yeah. (laughs) Shouts out to this TV store in Burbank. (laughs) We're sponsored by them. Uh, I wanted to ask you earlier, but I didn't want it to get too weird. I was like... All right, there's been crazy moments of me performing where, like, it's been kind of scary. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was in Oklahoma. And there's a lot, like, more religious, like, craziness going on in Oklahoma. So, like, nudity or, like, you'd have guys at shows who, like, are mad at male nudity but not female nudity and stuff like that. But right. I'm wondering, have you dealt with any, like, whoa, that was, like, kind of scary stuff? Um, yeah, a few times. Nothing too bad. Yeah. Just, uh... Just mean things said. Not really mean, just creepy. Oh, like, yeah. Like, I don't know. Some of the guys assume that because you just stripped that you just want to fuck everybody in the bar. Yeah. So I've had a few guys approach me. It, it wasn't good. Yeah. Very <laughs> awkward. But nothing too bad where I felt unsafe or anything. Just mm-hmm. creepy dudes. But never at Sexy Tornado. Never. Oh, good to know. Yeah. Well, that's good. I think Chris was, like, walking around sp- wh- whispering people's ears secretly. That's probably why no one was <laughs> fucking yelling. Wait, what? He went around and told everyone personally that they could not touch you. No, I'm just kidding. That's never happened. What? Wait, wait no. Is I'm, this for real? No, I'm making all this up. Holy shit. Because, no, because <laughs> I remember... I, oh, yeah, and I just denied the fuck out of that game. Yeah. Or maybe my game was being shocked. Whatever. Uh, no, but I remember being at that show, like, going to the back of the room and just, like, hooting and hollering and yeah. clapping my hands trying to drive people closer to the stage. I'm like, oh, I'm doing the opposite of what's supposed to happen. It was always the best if there was a, a rock show, specifically a punk rock show or a metal show going on at that bar down the street oh yeah because yeah, then people yeah. would want to get drunk at our show before burlesque would like for that that crowd of people who like just walked in to get drunk burlesque yeah, is perfect for those, those guys punk rock yeah mm-hmm. that group i'm gonna miss getting that, that crowd that was like that <laughs> and also trying to get them to laugh was the funnest yeah because yeah, they're yeah. like are they're so cool they don't want to like yeah they're trying so hard not to laugh no liberty liberty spikes uh waiting for a show at los globos is like one of those fun yeah. audience members to win over for sure. <laughs> Love it. All right, so burlesque. What's the future of burlesque for Ooh. Grace Mars? Um, I'm not really sure. I I'd, I'd love to move on to bigger stages, bigger shows. Um, but that also entails a higher budget for costumes. Um, so yeah, I guess basically what I want to do is take what I've already built and build something bigger, mm-hmm. and then come out with that. Yeah. Um, I'm not really sure what the future is. I'm just kind of doing it for fun, just to express myself for now. Yeah. Sure. Well, yeah, and, like, with the break and sort of, like, shifting into, like, producing videos and editing yourself and stuff like that, I mean, who knows what's going to happen, but, I mean, I can only imagine that 
the years of burlesque and stuff is it bound to be like an influence on whatever you end up doing in the future right yeah definitely yeah i would love to even just like film something at home or on a stage like a private show Mm -hmm. because not everyone can come out to the shows yeah you know i have some people that follow me that live all over the world so they don't get opportunity to come see me so i think that would be cool yeah um i'm always trying to find a way to like use everything together do you think you'll be doing more of the music videos yeah we're planning on doing another one nice. <laughs> i don't know how many but yeah, yeah we're really inspired yeah. that's, that's awesome. awesome and i would love to do videos for other people too that's what i hope to do nice. in the future yeah, yeah. that's cool but yeah for now just trying to learn and see what i can do it is a fun thing to learn like that's, that's boy sure. I'll tell you hey listen listen <laughs> learning as is I, fun as I, I learned one thing this, this. learning is a real learning experience oh man did I sound like that big of an asshole <laughs> <No>. <laughs> stop the recording <laughs> these, are, ep- these have been getting looser and looser these episodes of ours I need to calm down apparently yeah. <laughs> no I don't know we'll see we'll listen we won't see because we won't listen back and find out <laughs> Are we admitting that to the public that we don't listen back to him anymore? We, well, you don't? No, we no, didn't last we week because we uh, our guest was like way last minute, and uh, we had to go out right after we recorded it. Yeah, and that was the joke. Is like, well, we don't just we just don't listen to our podcast anymore. <laughs> um, and that was the one we should have listened to the most probably because some touchy <laughs> subjects got brought up, like Uh-oh. race in oh, America. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway. Very political stuff. That's a way so, to kill your career. Start talking about politics. Yeah. Yeah, unless you want to be a politician, I suppose. Then I guess you got to start yeah. there. Who wants to do that, though? <laughs> no. You don't need to... Well, you can do whatever you want and then be a politician and now... Like, yeah, that's true. So, you, Grace, your upcoming Senate uh, <laughs> ticket. Let's talk about that for a while. <laughs> so, burlesque... Music video editor and kind of director, I guess you'd say. Mm-hmm. Uh, model. Well, you said that was personal stuff, so you don't. Do, or do you well, have, like, back in the day, started okay. the companies and seeing the truck drive by on the five <laughs> with you your picture on it. Oh yeah, yeah. For, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, but not currently. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought I remember you working in fashion. Is that a thing yeah. you might do? Are you interested? Because you, you make clothes. Mm-hmm. Possibly. Yeah, I'm not really sure, honestly, yeah. at yeah, the I mean, moment. Yeah, that's per- I kind of like that. Like, just you know, do whatever you want. Feel it out, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've found that most of the times I make plans for myself, they don't usually happen as quickly as I'd like them to, or sure. they don't happen how I would plan them to. So I kind of just like to go with the flow and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, like, kind of what you want to do, and you, all the themes of what those things are are similar to each other so it's all just going to kind of culminate into like the thing that it yeah. is yeah and yeah. it all i mean it'll work out that way no matter what well i mean like this is something i've like always like keep going back to it was like my early years after moving to california you know i came out here and i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna do that and it's all about comedy and i'm gonna be a writer and then i remember like the first months I was here, like auditioning for this like second city thing and then deciding not to take it because I was like, well, also like I literally can't afford my rent. So I took a job instead. Uh-huh. And then 
for years just like sort of regretting that decision being like oh man what am I doing I'm not doing comedy I'm like I'm betraying what I came out here to find and then after like four years I found myself like aligned with certain people and a certain comedy scene like Zane among them and just sort of like realizing like if it wasn't for the sort of like you know air quotes mistakes that I made early on like I wouldn't have found myself where I am now and that's sort of like unpredictability of the future and like when things aren't happening the way you expect them like you never know what's like around the corner and stuff like that like I I find myself thinking about those early years a lot specifically because of that I mean yeah because I would have I decided not to move to LA and I was like I didn't give up on comedy, but I was like, oh, well, I'm not moving to L.A. That won't be the way I do my thing. Maybe I'll do independent stuff in Oklahoma because I had a son and everything in Oklahoma. But then this job I just randomly got took me to California. And then I was like, well, I when they offered it to me, I was like, I fucking have to go. Like, <laughs> yeah. Because I've been saying my whole life I was going to move there. Now I have the opportunity to move there, even though I had decided not to move there. It's like, fuck yeah, I got to do it. And then that's when I met you. And then, yeah, the comedy just... I never said I was not... I was always going to do comedy, but like... The way I was going to do it has changed like a million times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now it's like barely, it's like, is it comedy or is it like weird? It's like, you know, what is it now? It's just, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I imagine, you know, <laughs> is like, like when did producing and directing and editing music videos like come into the world? You were you mentioning how you and Ming were talking about it for like a while now, like yeah. a, a, a year or whatever. But like before that, like you probably didn't see that coming down the pipeline. And now it's like, yeah. oh, like this new, exciting, it's, awesome shit. I love it's kinda, that. It's great that you made it yourself too. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes you can stew on an idea like that forever. Like you probably did. Oh, yeah. And then if you would have went to somebody else to make it, and then like you guys started making it, and it wasn't looking the right way, you would have probably scrapped it. For, not saying you would have, but like a lot. that's how things just die. And then the. Yeah, and then on top of that, you know, paying people and having the budget for that. Yeah. Because obviously you want to pay someone if they're going to shoot and edit a video for you. Yeah. And we just I would didn't. Hope. We didn't have that yeah. budget, so. Kind of took the leap, got the camera, and we did it. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Like, I would think, you know, somebody who had no experience, not saying anything, but most people would have just gone and been like, well, we got an iPhone, let's do it. But you went and bought a camera, and we're like, yeah. we're going to do this on the cinema camera. Well, here's the hilarious thing. We, we shoot our shit out of it. Well, I, mean, I did the same thing. I mean, <laughs> so what are you well, talking about? great. No, no I feel so bad. <laughs> No, I think you we can. We don't own a camera. We you can definitely on shoot on an iPhone. We have access to shoot on all kinds of cameras. We just chose to do these last two. We're testing out the waters. <laughs> what is this guy doing? No. Shaking his head, no. You can't hear those jokes on the fucking... On That's air. just... You know what? That's just to let Grace know. I mean, yes, we have access to stuff, but... We've shot several things on iPhones. No, I wasn't even shitting on it. I'm just saying, like, you knew that you wanted it to look like a certain way. You went and got a camera. Mm. And you made it look... I can't wait to watch it. We're going to watch it now. But, uh... Well, I also think, too, if you can't afford to go get a camera, you shouldn't, you know, not do what you want to do. If you have to shoot it on an iPhone, shoot it on an iPhone. Mm -hmm. If if you have a, a good taste and a vision, it'll still look great. No, there's like tons of ways to play into the fact that you're shooting on an iPhone and make yeah. it look fucking awesome. 
Or even like a even shittier camera than an iPhone, you know? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it depends all on like what you want to highlight because you don't. The thing that I learned is you don't know way more than what you know, you know. So wow, I just said no. You don't know <laughs> way more than what, what you know. know. You, you know? know? Oh my God! What is? <laughs> Colin, you've been vaping too much. It's hot in here. It is very hot in here. Well, we're at 59 minutes. Oh, please don't let it end on that. And we're going to end it there. No plugs. No. You don't know what you know, you know. Grace, I am so sorry you had to come down here and speak with me. This is a disaster. Today we had Grace Mars, and she knows what you know, now we know. No, what are some plugs? Do you uh, social media, Sugar Pepper Jones? Yeah, my Instagram is Sugar Pepper Jones. It has nothing to do with any of my actual names. It's just a (laughs) stupid nickname, and I made it my username. So, yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Sugar Pepper Jones. I also have a website called thedizzydreamer.com, and uh, that's about it. (laughs) That's it. And there you have it. Oh, and the music video, which is going to be linked Yes. Yeah, but wait, what's the name of, so I know him, but what's, does he go by his name as the artist? No, it's uh, Sleep Mask. Sleep, Sleep Mask. Mask. Yeah, the song's called Voodoo. Awesome. Voodoo. Is there a way to, is there more music or is it just a single out right now? Um, There's a lot more music. This okay. is like an old, old song. Oh, cool. Oh, okay. is, yeah. it, can, is that online anywhere? SoundCloud mm-hmm. or anything? Yeah. Oh, perfect. Can yeah, we so. go out of this episode on that song? Oh yeah, like, can we yeah. end it on the song? Yeah. Well, here here is the song that you are not then gonna go watch the music video to because you're gonna love it so much you're gonna listen to it twice. Uh, Voodoo Sleep by Mask. Sleep Mask. Voodoo by Sleep Mask. Click. <laughs>